0: The Soul of a Dog by Colette. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Soul of a Dog. On arriving in Paris, the sergeant on leave found his mistress not at home. But he was all the same received with cries, tremblings of surprise and joy embraces wet with kisses verace her shepherd dog the dog which he had confided to his young friend enveloped him like a flame and licked him with a tongue paled by emotion the chambermaid however made as much noise as the dog crying what ill fortune madame is only at marlotte for two days to close her home there madame's tenants have just gone madame is making an inventory of the furnishings happily it is not at the end of the world monsieur will write me a dispatch for madame if it is sent immediately madame will be here tomorrow morning before breakfast monsieur must sleep here does monsieur wish me to light the bath heater but i bathed at home lucy a soldier on leave always bathes he eyed in the glass his image blue and red the color of the breton granite the dog stood near him in devoted silence trembling all over he laughed to see her so like to himself gray blue and crabbed Verace. she raised to her master a look of love and the sergeant was moved thinking suddenly of his mistress jeanine very young and very gay a little too young, often too gay. They dined, the man and the dog, the latter faithful to the rules of their former life together, snapping up the bread, barking at command, so thoroughly trained that the hour of her master's return abolished for her months of absence. "'You have missed me,' he said softly. "'Yes, you also.' He was smoking now, half extended on the divan the dog lying like the greyhounds sculptured on tombs pretended to sleep and did not move her ears only her eyebrows stirring at the least noise betrayed her vigilance the silence stupefied the overtired man and his hand which held the cigarette slid along the cushion scorching the silk he aroused himself opened a book looked over several new knick-knacks a photograph which he did not know jeanine in a short skirt with bare arms in the country an amateur snapshot she is charming on the back of the unmounted proof he read june fifth nineteen sixteen i was where was i the fifth of june down here at arras fifth of june i don't know the writing HE SEATED HIMSELF AND WAS OVERCOME BY A SLEEP WHICH BANISHED ALL THOUGHT. TEN O'CLOCK STRUCK. HE SMILED ONCE MORE AT THE SOLEMN RICH SOUND OF THE LITTLE CLOCK, WHICH HAD, Janine SAID, A VOICE BIGGER THAN ITS BODY. TEN O'CLOCK SOUNDED AND THE DOG AROSE. HUSH, SAID THE DROWSY SERGEANT. LIE DOWN. BUT Verace DID NOT LIE DOWN AGAIN she sneezed and stretched out her paws which is equivalent for a dog to putting on one's hat to go out she approached her master and her yellow eyes asked clearly well well he replied what is the matter with you she dropped her ears while he spoke out of respect then raised them again oh sighed the sergeant you are a nuisance Are you thirsty do you want to go out at the words go out verace laughed and began to pant softly showing her beautiful teeth and the fleshy petal of her tongue come then we will go out but not for long i am dying of sleep you know in the street verace intoxicated barked with the voice of a wolf jumped as high as her master's neck charged a cat and ran in a circle like a belt-line railroad her master scolded her tenderly and she showed off for him finally she regained seriousness and walked quietly the sergeant enjoyed the warm night and followed the dog murmuring two or three lazy thoughts i shall see jeanine tomorrow morning i am going to sleep in a real bed i have seven days still to spend here He saw that his dog, in advance of him, was waiting for him under a gas-jet, with the same air of impatience as before. Her eyes, her wagging tail, and all her body questioned, Well, are you coming? He rejoined her. She turned a corner at a little resolute trot. Then he understood that she was going somewhere. Perhaps, he said to himself, the chambermaid is in the habit of or jeanine he stopped a moment then moved on again following the dog without observing that he had ceased all at once to be tired to be sleepy and to feel happy he hastened his steps and the joyful dog preceded him like a good guide go on go on commanded the sergeant from time to time he looked at the name of the street then started on again no passers-by, little light, pavilions, gardens. The excited dog came to play with his swinging hand, and he nearly struck her, feeling a savageness which he could not account for. Finally she stopped. Here we are! Before an old rickety gate, which guarded the little garden of a small, well-built house, covered with vines, a shy little house and hidden well open it said the dog camped before the little wooden door the sergeant raised his hand toward the latch and let it fall again he leaned toward the dog showed her with his finger a thread of light between the closed curtains and asked her softly who is there jeanine the dog uttered a sharp hi and barked hush whispered the sergeant closing with his hands the fresh wet jaws he extended once more a hesitating arm toward the door and the dog jumped but he held her back by the collar and dragged her to another path from which he contemplated the unknown house the thread of rosy light he seated himself on the path beside the dog he had not yet realized the pictures nor the thoughts which sprung up about a possible treason but he felt himself singularly alone and weak do you love me he murmured in the ear of the dog she licked his cheek come we will go away they departed he in front this time and when they were again in the little salon she saw that he put back his linen and his slippers into the bag she knew so well respectful but despairing she followed all his movements and tears the color of gold trembled over her yellow eyes. He put his arm about her neck to reassure her. "'You shall go also. You shall not leave me any more. You might not be able the next time to tell me what remains to know. Perhaps I am mistaken. Perhaps I have not understood you. But you must not stay here. Your soul is not made for other secrets than mine.' And while the dog trembled, still uncertain, he took her head between his hands, saying very softly, Your soul, your dog's soul, your beautiful soul. End of The Soul of a Dog by Colette